that. Salutations, my friends. I'm going to go ahead and play some music right quick. Let people get back up in here. I was going on a rant and tirade like I like to, and it cut me off of the stream. It's okay. Ask me if I'm used to it. What's going on, Turbo30? Yeah, I, uh, I don't know what was going on with that, but uh, I was going on a rant and a tangent about people's current state of health, how health has not been advocated, how people are blindly following science, and it's not even science, it's following the leader, it's obey big brother. I was going on a full-blown tangent in a, in, a, in, a, in a rant and a tangent, and they shut us off. They shut us off as I was over here reading. And who knows, they might actually have AI that's able to recognize, uh, that's able to recognize words and shut us off if we say stuff we don't, we don't, uh, they don't like. I was just talking about how Europe has called for emergency vaccine summit after AstraZeneca jabs have caused a serious blood clot. Yeah, how in uh, 17 different countries, they have shut down this AstraZeneca vaccine. And then on top of that, I said, hey, check this out. Italy launched a criminal manslaughter investigation after a teacher died hours after getting the, the AstraZeneca vaccine. I was just I was just talking about, you know, some of the facts, how Moderna's testing on young children. I don't know. I don't know why they wouldn't want me to talk about this type of stuff. Shucks. <laughs> you know what? Let me just go ahead and play this clip of uh, Biden urging local church leaders and doctors to promote the COVID vaccine. Should President Trump help uh, promote the vaccine among skeptics, sir? Especially those Republicans who say that they're not willing to take it. A lot of reports from serious reporters like you saying that. I discussed it with my team, and they say the thing that has more impact than anything Trump would say to the MAGA folks is what the local doctor, what the local preachers, what the local people in the community say. So I urge, I urge all local docs and, and ministers and priests and to talk about why, why it's important to get it, to get that vaccine. And even after that, until everyone is, in fact, vaccinated to wear this mask. Should President Trump help? Okay, so if you're joining us now, you were probably with us before. We got kicked out. I was just talking about how People who are taking the vaccine are not typically healthy. And even the people that are healthy that are taking the vaccine, they end up dying. Uh, and they kicked us off. Ask, ask me if I am surprised. I'm not. Really not. Uh, <laughs> you know, how, how do I pick up off of this? If you're joining us now, I uh, basically spent, I guess, like 38 minutes or so talking about my emotional life, talking about personal issues, reason why I wasn't here for like two weeks. And I guess uh, just for some, for some reason, it just it was like, nah, you don't get to talk about that. I Sly Sylvia says, IG just kicked me off the live. Lauren Taylor says that was interesting to witness. Kyber Collective is just having vomit emojis. So what's up? Yeah, um, apparently talking about the effect is the, the, the effectiveness of the COVID vaccines for many of these distributors, AstraZeneca, Pfizer, Moderna, uh, talking about them is apparently not permitted by our technocratic overlords, but it's okay. We'll do it anyway. 
Um, I'll just go ahead and quick do like a little quick uh, summary to kind of catch people up. I was talking about how I will be discussing some of the more personal aspects of how this is hitting home in our exclusive membership program. Uh, Friday, we are also going to be having a, a uh, content creation class. If you guys want to join that, hit patreon.com forward slash freedom faction. Um, also, I elaborated too on uh, the Black World Order celebrities hitting me up, talking about basically getting my money right and being an even more effective revolutionary. I want to give a quick shout out to Chris Cole I am, uh, 19 Keys, Brother Ben X, uh, Derek Grace too, and again, the folks over there at Black World Order, because uh, as I was going through what I was going through during the break, there was people like that that were reaching out to me saying, hey, we need you for where things are going. And it just, it, 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 it trips me out. Uh, we talk a lot about how we have people in Washington, to Hollywood, uh, to Bangladesh, to Hong Kong, to all over the world, to Europe, Africa that follow what we do and it just kind of hit home knowing that there were other I guess black revolutionaries uh, black thought leaders out there doing this type of work and really raising the bar so yeah black world order patreon.com forward slash freedom faction exclusive membership program um, and yeah I say I talk about my more personal issues and the other things that were going on during the break but I'll definitely save a lot of that for the exclusive uh, it's, it's, it, it hits way too hard at home to discuss over here uh, on the public show. But yeah, so to summarize even that for you, I didn't get married. I found out the gender of my baby. Members of my family are taking the COVID vaccine. Shit's popping off over here. And you can't. I can't wait. There's still more work to be done, you know. Uh, but here, let me... Let me let me segue into why having a healthy and productive lifestyle is important and how what they are promoting is total degeneracy, decadence, and essentially anti-human behavior. And I'll use my own personal blush me uh, to explain the segue, man. Like, you know, during the two weeks, I was dealing with, like I said, family issues, my grandmother passing away, fallout of that other personal issues that needed attention fall out of that. Um, and I say I wasn't doing anything for two weeks, but that's not the case. I was attending to emotional matters and personal matters that really, really are, if anything, like manifestations of compounding issues that haven't been attended to. Um, and the reason I say that is because they have robbed people of their purpose. When they literally, like when I get up here and I freak out about them, trying to call me non-essential, trying to call you non-essential, say, no, you don't, you don't got to do nothing. Here's a couple of Trump bucks. Don't do nothing. That's, that's, that's me trying to nerf what they're doing. But what I have to understand is there are not many people out there with that same type of mindset, nor do they want to begin to actually do stuff about being called non-essential and being dehumanized. Yes, cake society, the anti-human agenda. Uh, a fair amount of people have been not only demoralized, but they've also been programmed. And we talk more about this uh, at the start of the season with people like AOC asking for quadruple the funding to de-radicalize and then reprogram Trump supporters. Uh, in order for that to happen, people have to be demoralized, they have to be broken, and then they'll be willing to, re they'll be willing to accept uh, new forms of information. Right now, people are in that demoralization period. When I tell you they have robbed people of their purpose, they have robbed them of their rights, and to a degree, robbed them of their minds. I mean, fuck, put a mask on. 
but you know you're over here spreading the virus? That's the type of stuff I'm talking about. People have no idea who they are, nor do they fight for their own definition as to who they are as an individual. They have robbed people of their individuality. They have robbed them of their uniqueness. They are robbing them of their humanity. This is an epidemic. I mean, my God, I freaked out in the last segment before they, tried to, before they tried to shut it down about how there's a mental health epidemic regarding the children. I put it up over here in our Telegram channel, uh, right here. Child suicide is becoming a quote, international epidemic amid restricted pandemic life. And then on the flip side, I saw this over here on, uh, on the flip side, I saw this over here on, uh, 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 shucks, I didn't pull out the article, but it was saying people are having, yeah, right here, as restrictions ease, Texans are left dealing with the psychological effects of COVID-19. You have people actually advocating for more lockdowns, straight up Stockholm syndrome style shit. So while kids are literally killing themselves because of these restrictions, you have people who have been, again, demoralized, broken, and put into this uh, uh, mind-controlled state of being, put your mask on, you're spreading the virus, the vaccine doesn't help you, you know, do as you're told, obey big brother, perpetuating this. And so again, why is it important to have a healthy and productive life? When I told you guys that for two weeks, I was sitting there in my emotions, you know, learning new, that is and is not true. I was feeling some type of way. I was doing different types of things. I was taking all kinds of shots of whiskey, Jameson's, Maker's Mark, you know, all that good stuff. John Barr, Johnny Walker, you know, whatever else was available, having sake bombs and stuff like that. While all of that is fun and nice, you know, trying sushi, having steak, getting surf and turf, crab, all that is nice, but that is not what life is about. I understand that there is bliss and there are moments that you should be rewarding yourself, but this goes back to having a purpose, having a reason to get up and get shit done. Where are you going? What are you doing? When I tell you for two weeks, I was in my emotions over there, having the whiskey, having the surf and turf, enjoying life. I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but what I'm saying is, what are you coming back to? People have been demoralized. This political shit is not where you should be. This is not your home. This is not what you, this ain't you. You need to be putting your time and your energy in yourself and your family and your future and things like this. The sad part is, is people are gonna make the decisions that they've made. They're gonna have to deal with those decisions the same way we're gonna have to deal with our decisions. Apparently I'm a white supremacist. <laughs> Fuck, <laughs> somebody should have told me. You, you see what I'm saying? I still have to deal with all the work that I'm doing, even though these things are taking place. You have got to have a healthy and productive life. I could not wait for Monday to come back. I could not wait to start using my brain again, to start tackling all of this, to start figuring out, hey, what is it that I can do? How can I be of even more assistance? Not how can I, not how can I wait for somebody else to step up? Not, not, not can I wait for my stimmy? No. How can I see what this is doing and, and, and counter it? How can I empower myself? How can I take the adversity that they are trying to force on me and make myself stronger? That's why it's important to have a healthy and productive life, a discipline and routine thing where you can gradually see your progress. Yeah, there is no, Lauren Taylor says, this is your purpose for sure. I appreciate that, Lauren. I can only imagine what everybody else's purposes is. And that's what I feel like I'm supposed to do is not agitate, but take that defibrillator 
to your soul and say, it's time to go. What's happening as you see them ripping away the glitz and the glamour, the mainstream and mystique of beautiful, of, of, of mainstream life, while they're forcing us to in, uh, uh, inherit this dystopia, getting us used and conditioned to being austere, as you see them taking away all these things, let them. Let them. Because that was nothing that was for us in the first place. We have greater things for us. Before they decided to kick me off, right, I was making comparisons on how, unfortunately, I lost my grandmother. Like this is this is this is I was making comparisons with my with that older generation and how that hedge of protection's gone and the changing of the guard. Like when I tell you I was in the middle of a revolving doors type situation with life, as I literally went into that ultrasound office, the one where I was talking about how that guy got upset that he couldn't do his genetic experiments on me and my baby. As I was walking into that ultrasound office, is like when I found out that my grandmother was going on hospice care. So it's like, great, you're figuring out the gender of your baby. Your grandmother's dying. Deal with that. Deal with that. And I had to, and I uh, and and I, and I won't, and I and I mean I will. Um, come July, I should just tell you guys this now. Sorry, derailed. You guys got to give me like a couple episodes to get my my focus back and then I'll be able to be a little bit more effective. Um, but since we're here in July, I will be taking a break from this again and going to South Carolina to lay my grandmother to rest, bury her ashes on her property. And so I'll be taking some more time uh, come July to deal with that. Um, but yeah, back to topics at hand. I, um, I was making a comparison in the previous transmission before they decided to cut it off on how that whole generation, they at least tried. They at least tried to be wholesome. They at least tried to be decent. They at least tried to be good. They tried to instill in us wholesome, decent values. You hear people say it all the time. We are not our grandparents. We are not about to pull up, put up with all this racist shit. That's one way to look at it, but we are not our grandparents. Now that's good and bad at the same time. I was making comparison how, you know, uh, my grandfather's gone, grandmother's gone, Rush Limbaugh's gone, Art Bell's gone, and all these people that really were influential in my, in my life are gone. And I've got to think about how I'm being influential, not only in your lives, but how I'm going to be influential in my own family life, here in the immediate world. What we do here is one thing, but what I do outside of this is another. And so there was just a lot of a lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of interpersonal stuff that I had to work on. But getting back to it, it's, it's, it's having a healthy and productive routine. They have robbed us of that. They took that away from us. They set our generation up for so much failure that we were having to discover small pockets of success. Sad truth is, is I don't feel like a, a fair amount of us will not be millionaires because they took that knowledge away from us. We have got to hustle for so we, we have to hustle so hard because of what was done to us generationally and what is happening now that we are just in such a, a bad position that all we have is the hustle. This is, I'm trying to come full circle, talking about why it's imp important to have a productive life, how they told us we were not essential, they demoralized us, they broke us down, but why it's important that we rediscover why we have to have a purpose that isn't assigned to us, why we have to go out there and create our own future, why we have to understand 
what happened to the people that came before us and what they sacrificed to get us to where we are today. We're somebody's future, man. And I don't think a lot of people take the time to think about that. I think they take it for granted being alive or being alive, being on this side of the ground, stuff like that. But it's very real because it's our time now. And so as that generation passes, as they hand the torch to boomers, <laughs> it's, 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 it's on us to not only admit those faults and those failures, but create something different, create something new, show them a different path and, and, and walk a different path because they're right. We are not our grandparents, but the real question is, is who are we and who are we going to be? I don't think we have enough of these conversations. I'm sitting over here getting, getting pissed about this COVID nonsense. That's not it. That is not it. Consistency. Discipline, motivation, focus, drive, determination, all of these aspects and characteristics of humanity is what we should be embodying. Not frustration, not rage, not foolishness, not wokeism, huh. but natural human characteristics, man. I mean, my God, it, I shouldn't be over here talking like, oh, we're, we're getting super woke because what? I'm trying to tell people to get serious, to care about themselves to not play politics, to realize politics is playing you. Like, it, this should not be some super woke stuff. This is how distracted and disoriented we are, how unbalanced we are as a society at this point. I could talk about transhumanism. I could talk about the mark of the beast. I could talk about China literally invading us via Joe Biden. I could talk about all this stuff, but I think the easiest thing for me to talk about coming back into all of this you know, is, is, is just the emotional currency that is spent not only doing this, but also how it's misdirected. It's not placed where it needs to. Uh, unfortunately, in the previous now deleted segment that Instagram took off, I was talking about uh, how the BWO, the Black World Order, how a lot of what they're doing is getting people to, again, remember Remember who you are, like, yo, regardless of who's in party, you need to start taking care of yourself, your kids, and your parents' generation. You need to make sure you're straight. Sitting over here worrying about this is the worst thing to do and how we need to change the image of what a revolutionary is. I think everybody gets sick and tired of seeing, like, somebody that has great views, great drive, but no funding, none of the resources to help achieve the dreams that they're trying to do. We need to stop this. It's gotta be, again, a lifestyle, not just a quick choice. So I'm saying it here all the time. Vote with your dollars, vote with your lifestyle. Continually make improvements in your life to fight this. Do not let these people tell you who you are. And unfortunately, you got people who believe they are not essential. You got people who believe, well, fuck, I guess I'm just, I should kill myself because I can't afford the COVID vaccine. You got all this stuff going on because people have been lied to. The delusion is strong. They don't know how to listen, not only to themselves, but to truth, to reason, to logic. They say follow the science. Yeah, that's cool. But do you read? Do you actually go read the science? Or are you just, again, regurgitating the propaganda? And you've really got to think about what type of world that is, where we're all basically just mockingbirds of one another regurgitating the same lie. It truly is the blind leading the blind. 
And so, yeah, I, I wish I could talk. I wish I could talk more about, you know, some of the stuff that, that went on during the two week break. But the easiest way for me to summarize it is this, is the things that are happening for me are only refining and focusing my future, you see. Refining and focusing my drive. And, and it's happening to you too. You know, all the personal things that are happening to you, it's all a test to see how you will react emotionally. Do you, do you call on God only when things are good? Or do you call on God even whenever things are bad? Or do you call on God even whenever you're just, you know, heavy chilling? It was like, I just wanted to send one up to you, big man. That's all. I just wanted to send one your way real quick. Say thanks. Do, do people even get that? You know, everything that is happening to you isn't happening to you. It's happening for you. And it allows for you to get to know yourself, God, and others much deeper. So... I'll talk more about all that, all that personal stuff that went down uh, during the break with the exclusive members, because it's, it's, it's not something I should be here talking about. It really isn't. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, I think that's what I want to say. I just want to get that out, get all that out as much as I could, because it is overwhelming. Um, and it's going to be, it, it will, the sad part is, is I, I thoroughly believe that it will become like a, hopefully not a series, hopefully not a series of, of, of shit shows that I have to break down into series of, 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 of transmissions for people. Like there's so much crap going on. I got personal family, I got family members taking the vaccine. I've got people trying to basically commit vaccine suicide. It's, 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 it's crazy. Um, and all I can really do is continue to provide the information, print out the documents, and say, listen, if you are gonna make this decision, at least make an educated one. Don't just do this because you wanna be virtuous or because you know, you're know you you're trying to do your part, fuck your part. You need to be, your part is here for your family. Your part is here being with us. The hell are you trying to, who, who, who are you trying to impress? This is very, very crazy, man. You know, and so I'll talk more about those personal issues and the things that I'm dealing with this weekend with you guys. Uh, wow. Wow. Quite a lot of uh, stuff to unpack there, huh? Quite a lot. Let me go ahead and just start giving you guys a quick news blitz of articles, things that are going down. Right there, Italy launches criminal manslaughter investigation after teacher dies hours after getting the AstraZeneca vaccine. That's right, it comes from the Epoch Times. New HBO QAnon docuseries may have discovered Q's identity. Oh, very interesting. Very, very interesting. They may have finally figured out who Q was. Doubtful. The, the same way they're trying to pin the Capitol riot on somebody is the same way they are trying to figure out how to uh, find the source of this so-called plague of, information, of misinformation. The thing is, is you cannot extinguish truth you cannot identify uh, absolution. It's something that somebody, it's something that everybody comes to uh, or ignores in their own time. Continuing on, and, I, and, I, and, I'll, and I'll talk more about this, I think, on the podcast episode this week. Uh, comes from Natural Health News. 
child suicide is becoming a, quote, international epidemic amid restricted pandemic life. Doctors warn. Yeah. Unfortunately, throughout the entirety of the pandemic, we have talked about the mental health epidemic that has emerged. Uh, we have talked about the opioid epidemic that has skyrocketed, the suicides that have skyrocketed, the alcohol abuse that skyrocketed underneath uh, the lockdowns because Trump was right. When he said, hey, if we do this, there is going to be a lot more death than the virus. The cure cannot be worse than the virus. And this is it, man. The lockdowns are straight murdering people. Um, sexual assaults up, divorces up. Like it is, it's crazy um, because you, 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 you literally have it splitting families in half where some people are playing the social media or playing the social justice warrior card where they're staying up to date with all the latest bullshit. And then you have other people who are like, can you not see that you're being programmed? Can you not see that you are not thinking for yourself and that you're actually trying to indoctrinate others? And so, yeah, no, the, the lockdowns are causing a lot of harm. This is, this is, this is, this is the socioeconomic reformation, the socio-political reformation uh, to where now, you know, that, that, that plays a huge part into what I'll talk more about on the podcast this week right here, Planet Free Will. Professor warns that the post-corona society is a, quote, national obedience contest. Yeah, obey big brother. Oh, you know what? Let me just go ahead and get into that. I think that'd be a good way for me to start segueing into some of the content instead of me just like rambling over here forever. Let me let me get into this because I think that's actually very, very interesting. Um, like I said, apparently I'm a white supremacist. They'll, they'll diagnose me with ODD. They'll be like, this nigga over here has opposition defiant disorder. He don't listen to nothing the TV tells him. He don't listen to nothing these so-called experts say. This one's strange. Get him out of here. They'll call me a lunatic because I focus and think for myself because I'll go find the actual studies. I'll go find other doctors that are actually confirming multiple studies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, this is very interesting. Let me read this. Custom apologists of Watson over there, Planet Free Will, they put this up March 16th. It says, Norwegian psychology professor Charlotte Reitz warns that our post-corona society has turned into a, quote, national obedience contest that will have a devastating effect on mental health for years to come. Yeah, for sure. This is why they are pushing China as the model with their social credit score system. Did you get your vaccine? Like, again, hold on. I'm sorry. I got to pause right there. When you have Joe Biden saying, oh, well, we got to get the preachers and we got to get uh, we got to get the local people to, po to, to, to promote the vaccines. Do the churches not see that this is part of the mark of the beast? Do they not realize that they're that they're living in Revelation, that this is Revelation chapter 13, bro? Come on now. You and that the masks are a part of it. So when Joe Biden's saying that, hey, get the pastors to do it. That's a part of his COVID-19 action plan. The same way he's getting uh, 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 run DMC to come up with prop. Uh, promotional videos to 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 promote getting the vaccine you've got to understand this is no longer like this is why he came out with his dystopian and dark address saying oh there is no miracle coming it's bad there's only darkness this is why joe biden said that because it's to demoralize you so you're more obedient this is why dr anthony fauci said now is not the time to be a free thinker Now's the time for you to roll up your sleeve and get the shot. Because what they're telling you is that free thought, free thinking individuals, you're a problem. 
What did what did former CIA CIA director John Brennan say? That religious, nativists, libertarians, uh, uh, he even threw in tyrants and fascists, saying that these people pose a threat. So free thinking problem right now underneath an underneath a Biden administration are a threat. So here, let me get back into this article. It says Reitz, a professor of psychology at the University of Tromso, says that the adverse psychological impact of lockdowns have not been factored into any of the cost force last benefit analysis. Quote, the political landscape has changed to become a national obedience contest. Reitz told national broadcaster NRK, quote, we compete to have the strictest measure, the, the strictest measures for the entire population in the world, in the whole country, as long as possible. And all this without having weighed the cost and the effect of the measures you put in place against the costs and consequences. Reitz went on to point out that the measures were used to fight the pandemic will end up having a worse impact than the pandemic itself. Oh, wow. Wow. It, it's like we're thinking with a full deck of cards over here. Holy crap. Uh, continuing on, it says, quote, we have a large increase in mental health problems, social and emotional problems, and a broad swath of children and adolescents. In many ways, we actually do much worse after all these measures. Yeah, dude, I, you want me to pull it right here? What did I talk about? I guess you don't remember because they deleted the first segment. But I talked about how I have a study right here about how masks are not only affecting kids psychologically, but also physiologically. Physiological damage from wearing a mask. They call it mask knee now, right? And we're, but and again, psychological damage because these kids are not getting enough oxygen to the brain. They're suffocating themselves. All in the name of being virtuous. All in the name of submitting to the system. You know, I had to. Um, well, I got to pause. I'm gonna pause this right here. I had to. Uh, <laughs> I had to go see one of my buddies and help him work on his truck. Work on his Miata. I don't know anything about cars, but I like just you know hanging out with bros, working on cars, doing silly stuff. And I remember talking with homie, you know, about how. We, we, how we had already saw some of this type of indoctrination with uh, veganism. And I think I talked about this with you guys as well, too. Uh, how there are people that were so devoted to veganism that their bodies literally began to eat the bones because they were lacking calcium. But they were so devoted to being vegan that they were not really living. They were so devoted to this trend that they had truly forgotten themselves, forgotten to like take care of like their basic necessities and stuff like this. What this is doing is telling you that right now. They're saying, listen, we don't give a crap about you. You better put your mask on. Oh, it's hurting you? Where to? Oh, you've, yo, you've, you, you're, you're beginning to show uh, signs of depression and anxiety and stress, huh? Well, Sucks to be you. You're on your own. Like, again, the, the anti-human nature of what we're confronting cannot be overstated. Uh, here, let me get back into this and then we'll continue on. It's insane. Uh, it says that Reitz noted that the young people will suffer the most. Quote, there is no doubt that it is children and young people who bear the brunt of infection control measures in Norway. And there are now many studies that show that both behavioral problems, concentration problems, loneliness, depression, and anxiety have increased greatly both in younger and older age groups. 
Yeah. Um, Japan ordered, Japan ordered, um, appointed a minister of loneliness because so many people were experiencing just that. With this isolation, people trying to kill themselves, Japan literally appointed a minister of loneliness to help people cope with that because it is, it's a real thing. I'll read a little bit more of this and then continue on. It says the professor said that everyone had, quote, been too obedient and that they should, quote, rebel a little. Norway only recorded 640 COVID-19 deaths, which is vastly fewer than many other European nations. However, Oslo municipality recently introduced new restrictions that saw schools shut down and people being banned from allowing more than two visitors in their home. As we highlighted last week, Stanford's Dr. Jay Batsara told Newsweek that COVID-19 lockdowns are, quote, the single worst public health mistake in the last 100 years. One of a number of experts that argument who that, that make the argument who have been largely shunned by governments. Yeah, this is killing us. This is killing us. It's making people capitulate. Like I said beforehand, you now have people saying, oh my God, don't ease the lockdowns. Don't ease the lockdowns. Precisely, Rachel Smith, 773, this is the COVID the COVID cult. This is the scientific dictatorship, right? This is the social the social engineering aspect. This is the anti-human agenda. What they're trying to do again is to get you to advocate your individuality. You free thinking individuals are such a danger. We have to exterminate you. What did I say just a couple of weeks ago? I was making jokes about how they literally began to chastise those darn dirty Christians and conservatives and constitutionalists, how dare they have rules and things like the Bible and the Constitution, and the Bill of Rights. They're probably Trump supporters who voted for America. We should just, you know, quadruple the funding to de-radicalize them and then exterminate their whole ideology. We should not be making jokes about this type of crap because this is where we are. You now have a, run, a, 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 a system that has run amok that is basically not necessarily rudderless or leaderless but we are taking our orders from an ambiguous source, completely unaware of how this is gonna affect everything. And again, when you don't have people trying to hold on to uh, uh, any semblance of power, any semblance of structure, any semblance of, of, of society, whenever they, again, advocate their individuality, advocate their whole to this, they have no idea what they're doing. It's like the propaganda says, one world together, we're all in this together. That's what they're trying to do. They're trying to get you to give, give yourself over to this so you don't have to worry about yourself. You don't have to think about yourself. You don't have to do anything for yourself. Just do what the community guidelines tell you. You see how that works? You see how our generation, the social media generation, the generation that's addicted to TikTok, that gets our news from Telegram, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, all this stuff, of course we were down to be obedient. We don't know rebellion. We do not know resistance. What we know is, hey, send me the link. Hey, can you share that? Hey, share for share. Hey, uh, follow this page because they shared this. We don't know free thinking. We don't know how to think for ourselves. That shit's too damn hard. Somebody just tell me what I'm supposed to do. Am I supposed to wear a mask right now? Or, or is that like it? Are we hating white people next week? Or is that this week? Oh, we're, st we're still on COVID? All right, word. So we're, we're on COVID this week, and I guess next week we're on, like, environmentalism? Or how does that work? I don't know. Maybe somebody can tell me just, like, you know, what's what to hate, what to like, and then, you know, just shut up and take my money. 
<laughs> Just shut up and take my money. This is where we are right now. Because you, again, you have people who are rudderless, not actively looking for information, not actively teaching themselves discernment, not actually uh, actively learning how to filter out truth from lies. You have them embracing something, adopting something, instead of, again, forging a new thought process. I mean, I, I, I think one of the craziest thing I had ever seen, or, or some of the most clown world stuff I had ever seen in relation to this, was Joy Behar of The View. We'll play a quick clip for her here in a second. Joy Behar of The View and Hillary Clinton, former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton, saying anti-lockdown protesters are terrorists. It's like, what? What? People that want to get back to work are terrorists? Where are you coming up with this? It's like, how do people do this? And that's, again, the clown world aspect. That's the scientific dictatorship aspect of it to where they make it so over the top, you get, you honestly get like offended and stunned by, by, by the extreme aspect of these accusations. You're like, wow, so because I want to go to work and not wear a mask, I'm a domestic terrorist. Wow, how did you make that assumption? And why am I even entertaining this? This person needs to go to a freaking loony bin. And so this is the attitude I feel like we need to start taking. We need to stop entertaining these court jesters and say, you're fucking kidding, right? Get out of here. You need to stop, stop with that because you're, you're only hurting yourself. You ain't going to convince me. You need to stop. We need to take that approach. <laughs> like, it is, uh, it is, it, it's astonishing. It truly is. Oh, uh, here, let me play for you guys this, this, this quick clip of Joy Behar, <laughs> the, the co-host of uh, the View co-host, saying that Antifa doesn't exist. What is this that we are now listening to comedians and talk show hosts for our information? Wasn't it? Uh, who, who was it? Who was it? It was Jerry, uh, shucks. Uh, who else said Antifa didn't exist? Oh, my God. Jerry Nadler. Yeah. It, it, Jerry Nadler got ran up on by Fleckus. I would definitely recommend you guys go follow them. Jerry Nadler got ran up on and asked, hey, what are your thoughts, uh, uh, Jerry Nadler, about these riots in Portland? He said Antifa doesn't exist. It's a myth. And now you've got The View co-host, Joy Behar, insisting that Antifa is a myth, that it's fictitious. It doesn't exist. Right out there with his racism. There's no dog whistle for him. You know, it's like, I'm a racist. Have a nice day. You know what I mean? I guess, you know, it's funny. When I was watching this, it's so aggravating to listen to this idiot. I mean, he and I are very different. I'll tell you this right now. If I was surrounded by people carrying weapons, uh, people erecting nooses, a screaming hang Mike Pence, bludgeoning a police officer to death, I might be a little scared. But Ron, no, he's not scared of those people. He's scared of this fictitious idea of Antifa, oh. a thing that doesn't even exist. He needs to go. He needs to go. And soon. Wow. Antifa's fictitious. Antifa's fictitious. This isn't Antifa. This is Black Lives Matter. This is a protest that took place. Let me see where. We put this on that telegram. This is a police and protesters clash in West Coast cities on the anniversary of Breonna Taylor's death. So while this is an Antifa, right, apparently this is a myth. What you're seeing is not real, okay? 
what you're seeing isn't real. That was a deep fake, right? There, people are not upset about the current state of affairs. People love what's going on right now. What you saw was fake news. Those people aren't disgruntled about anything. They're actually going grocery shopping. Man, this is the type of bullshit that they're trying to tell us. This is, this is what I'm saying. They're trying to insult our intelligence. They're literally telling you, oh, what you're seeing doesn't exist. Oh, people aren't getting beaten in the head with bike blocks. Oh, people aren't burning down buildings. Those are white, those, the, the, those, are, those are those other white supremacists. It's like, what the fuck? Are you serious? But we, but we entertain this. And that's the problem in and of itself. Precisely, Red Rummers. Uh-huh. Gaslighting. And so you, you, this is just the insanity that we are beginning to become accustomed to. I mean, it, 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 it truly does boggle and baffle my mind uh, seeing, seeing this go on. You know, I think about this sometimes whenever I'm just driving down the street. And I, I talked about it over here with you guys as well, the dystopian feeling and sight of seeing people wear, wear masks, wear shades, wear hoods, wear, wear headphones. I'm like, who the hell told you guys to do that? And why are we all engaging in this? Like, this is, this is such a crazy time to be alive. Um, it, it, it truly is. I mean, my God, let me play for you guys this quick clip. I don't think I'll play it all of it in, in its entirety. Uh, but I'll play for you guys this quick clip of a 65-year-old woman in Texas who was tackled and arrested for not wearing a mask one day after Abbott, Texas Governor Abbott, supposedly lifted the mask mandate. Like, this is this is what I mean by clown world. But uh, let's let's we'll, we'll play this and then we'll get back into some other news here shortly. to take my money out i'm not trying to deal with this i'm taking my money out go and get a mask and then take your money out you're not allowed to do ma'am listen see she she tries to leave too and mall cop over here gets like testy and straight tackles her Yeah, see, you don't believe in the law. But you're not in public. You're not in public. I'm not going to argue with you about this. This is not a public place. This is a private business. No, you're not. We're going to go outside. Are you serious? Oh, my God, dude. Do I look like I'm kidding? Well, I don't know. Because you've got some issues. I've got issues. That you're taking away people's human rights. Okay. Look at how excited this guy gets cool. to on, literally don't terrorize don't this do this, this lady. Oh, Look at this fucking scumbag. Dude. Oh, you putting hands on an old lady. I bet you feel real tough, bro. Behind your back. You don't stop resisting. Stop. Are you gonna, is anybody gonna, like, get real here? Really? Relax. 
Get real. That's sad, dude. Wow. Oh, wow. Oh, you smashed my head now? Now you're smashing my arm into my private area? Your private area? Yeah. Put your hands behind your back. My hand is behind Fucking jackbooted pieces of shit. Turn over on your stomach. Put your hand behind your back. Relax. I'm just following orders. These are the same people that'll sit up over there and say, oh, well. The cops don't come for your guns. This guy literally put his hands on a 65-year-old woman, and you don't think he's going to come for your guns, dude? If it starts with a mask, where does it end? Listen, God dang it. I have the Army messaging me. I've got, I've got the Army messaging me saying, oh, well, we're looking for people like you. We're trying to recruit people like you with, with history and experience like yourself. I'm thinking to myself, dude, the sad truth is, Right now, you guys are acting like stormtroopers. I don't believe in anything you guys are doing. You're not patriots. They've been sold out. And so if this is law enforcement, this is what we're supposed to protect, dude, you're not going to be respected. I'm telling you right now. This is the type of stuff that we are going up against. Literally people who are power tripping so they can, oh, I got to wear a mask. Let me, let me have you wear a mask. These people are the just following order types. These are the stormtroopers. These are the people who don't really recognize what's going on and who see it as their, or not even like a religious right, their social justice warrior obligation to tell you what the community guidelines are. Not that you want to listen to them. Oh, but he's got to enforce them. What you saw right there, unfortunately, is the boot stomping on humanity's face forever. I don't know, maybe because I was raised with some respect, I'm not gonna put my hands on a 65 year old lady. I'm gonna casually escort her out or let her finish conducting her transaction. Seems like nobody else was having an issue there. The only person having an issue was you stirring shit up. I guess because I was raised with a little bit more respect and I got a little bit more balls and gumption, I understand what's going on. I'm not gonna hurt somebody. I'm not gonna force my will on somebody. But see, that's the problem. This is a part of that demoralization process. People have been brought down so low that their very own humans that are supposed to be helping lift them up are now helping take part in the suppression. That's what's so oh, infuriating about this. And so while we're having these conversations, the same way that I started the transmission is the same way that I'm trying to finish it. People need us to go out there now. Those grandmothers that used to pray for us, those activists that used to do the work for us, all of our heroes, they're getting old. They're, they're passing away. They're not letting us see them like in, their, in, in these facilities. We have to step up now. We have to step up and be the shield and the sword for those that come after us. Listen, you got to understand the damage is done. The die has been cast. The cards have been played. But what are you going to do about it? The damage has been done to us. The die has been cast. You already see them setting the stage up, but are we gonna set up a, a, a barrier, a defense, some type of shield, something to stop what they are doing? We can't expect this older generation to get excited, to put their money behind it, to do nothing. We can't expect them, unfortunately, only to capitulate and only to be obedient as, as they taught us to be. That's why when we make these, these statements, these, these resistance or these rebellious statements. This isn't rebellious. This is being dutiful to something that was actually long forgotten. 
I'll say that one more time. This isn't being rebellious. This isn't being resistance. This is being dutiful and loyal to something that has been forgotten. We're not playing by the rules. Better yet, we're playing by a new set of rules. We're not playing by the Bill of Rights, the Constitutions, or by the, none of that. This is the community guidelines. This is the global governance. This is what everybody's facing. And that's why everybody is seeing everybody not only be experimented upon with these COVID-19 vaccines, but also tested upon with these social changes that are taking place. We're all a part of this global experiment and we all have to tell, we, all the world's a stage. We all got roles to play. We got to figure out what we're doing and it's not going to get any easier because every time that we keep waiting for somebody else to do it, there's more times that we sell ourselves short. It's more times that we don't develop the skills, the discipline, the wherewithal, the resources that we need to actually fight this. And I'm telling you, it's only going to get worse. I definitely foresee that. It's only going to get worse. But if we don't begin to put ourselves into a position of advantage, I'd say at least a a position of awareness and then advantage, then we are always going to be a disadvantage. We're always going to fall short because we are letting these people dictate to us who we are and what the rules of their game is. And I'm not down for that. You know, I think a better way for me to kind of play that or to uh, say something about that is to play this little quick clip. Maybe I got it. Maybe I don't. I don't. Well, I was going to play for you guys a real quick clip of a uh, of a restaurant that had its power cut because it had, it had defied the COVID rules. The owner went and bought a generator. And that's where we're going to that's 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 the kind of stuff we're going to have to be on. They're not going to let you be successful. They're not going to let you lift yourself up. They're not going to let you inspire or empower others. And so you got to flip them the bird. You got to do your own work. You see, you can't let these people dictate to you what your level of success is, where you're going to end up, the type of skills and things that are that you're allowed to accumulate. You've got to put all that in yourself against them. But that's one of the main things that people ask me over here. How do you do this? What can I do? How do I get started? You should have been started. We all need to be discovering. I'm, I'm, I'm not even sure what the appropriate term is for it, man, but parts of ourself that see this threat and like a muscle begin to respond and resist it. That's, that's what we need to do from our lifestyles, to our dollars, to our choices, everything we do moving forward has got to be in resistance to this because it's not just happening here in my own little corner of the world, it's happening everywhere. And if we can, the same way that, the the same way that all these, the same way that humans imitate other humans is the same way that we need to have, again, a culture of awareness, a culture of positivity, a culture that is pro-human, renaissance-based and divinity-inspired. And that is what we'll pick up. That's what people will resonate with. Not any of this political stuff, not any of this other crap, but a actual ideology that is meant to empower people, that is meant to uplift people and recognize who they are. The sad truth is you've got to understand that with all this manipulation going on, they're going to have people that try to manipulate, stir, and co-opt 
the so-called Great Awakening. I mean, my God, that's like where we're at right now. But you've got to understand that as people are waking up to this, you're going to have dark and manipulative forces that are going to position themselves to continue to delude people. Like this is this is this is such a crazy and chaotic time to be alive. And every time I have like these little breaks, I feel like I'm coming back into a uh, into a shitstorm, you know. And, I, and then the only thing I can really come back to understanding is that the peace has to come from within. You are not going to find the peace out there. It's 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 important to be informed, educated, and active about this type of stuff. But what you're really looking for is yourself. That's all this is doing is teaching you to learn to look for yourself. Don't look for other people to save you. Don't look for all this other stuff to make sense. What you need to do is make yourself make sense. You need to see all this stuff that's going on and realize that you are the one that you've been looking for. And that believe it or not, other people are looking for you too. And the minute you start doing you, you'd be surprised how many other people are looking for that, looking for you. Looking, looking, not only, not, not, not looking for that confidence, but looking for that spirit, looking for that energy, looking for that frequency lock, man, they're trying to get there. And that's where we need to be. Not over here in this nonsense. All of this has got to be, uh, um, all of the crap that we just talked about, it's got to be the whetstone so you can sharpen your sword. You get me? That's got to be the thing to make you stronger. This ain't that action though. You need to learn to take what's happening here and redirect it inside of you to make you more effective so this doesn't affect you. There's so, there's so many crazy things going on right now, guys. If you're bored, you ain't paying attention. If you're bored, you're not paying attention. But we're gonna go ahead, we're gonna go ahead and start closing stuff out, close this segment out before Instagram decides to cut the transmission because you know how they are. Uh, but we're gonna take a quick break. And when we come back, I'm gonna be joined by you guys uh, talking about what's up. Um, Usually people call in, they tell me about their lives, I tell them about my life, you know, and then we talk about all this. We can talk about COVID, we can talk about the lockdowns, we can talk about Biden, we can talk about the New World Order, the globalization, the vaccine, like, again, if you're bored, you're not paying attention. And uh, <laughs> you should be. You really should be, because caring is cool. Caring is cool, being smart is cool. I'll tell you what's not cool. Being ignorant, lazy, and stupid. That's not cool. Giving up on yourself, that's not cool. Suicidal tendencies, that's not cool either. You know? But caring is cool. Being smart is cool. Not being woke. Learning is cool. Information is cool. Knowledge is cool, right? That stuff should be, that should be the cat's meow, man. Not likes, not views, not none of this crap. But hey, what spiritual knowledge are you do you have? What can you teach me? What can you what could you help me learn? What can you help me get over? How can you help me process some of the things that I'm doing? That's what should be cool. Not Tim's, not Jordan's, bruh. Not your Roly, your Rolex, you know. Not not none of that stuff. That is just that ain't worth it. It's really not. You know. What's worth it is 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 things that have no worth, things that are immaterial. So without sounding so esoteric, without sounding so hippie-esque, I'm gonna say we're gonna take a quick break and when we come back, we're gonna be joined by you guys on the other side, talking about the current news, the waterfront and more. I have like a whole list of topics like right here, 
that I was going to talk about, from transhumanism to medical freedom to China's invasion. But I felt like this would be a a different transmission, a different way for me to communicate with you guys. Instead of rapidly firing off backs, rapidly firing off headlines, rapidly firing off everything, I felt like it would be better for me to just shoot you straight, no script, just kind of talk to you, let you know where I'm at. But yeah, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to be joined by you guys and more on the other side. Ladies and gentlemen, don't go anywhere. This is Freedom Faction over here on Factions of Freedom. And we'll be right back right after this. In a world where secret powers are at play, where nothing is as it seems, one brand of clothing gives Crusaders of Truth a voice. One brand in the fight against terror, deceit, and destruction. We are not merchants of fear. We are not a parody of free thinkers. It was almost like they ignored it because they wanted it to happen. I occasionally think how quickly our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat. This season, get ready to awaken the masses. Forget the politicians. Politicians are put there to give you the idea that you have freedom of choice. You don't. You have no choice. You have owners. They own you. Forbidden clothes. Because if you know, you know.
Salutations, my friends. Salutations. We got uh, Mingo bringing us in with their song, Outcast. I'm going to play for you a quick clip. Cops arresting somebody out there in London for attending a candlelight vigil. How dare she pray? How dare she pray? Salutations, my friends. Salutations. You know, good songs, good music that really speaks to me. It like vibrates my soul. The music they're putting out now will turn you into a ratchet degenerate. Thank you, my friends, for tuning into this live edition the Factions of Freedom. It's Tuesday, which means it's Instagram crew day. Uh, this is the second segment where we are hopefully going to be joined by you good people. And uh, yeah, you know, I have a couple things I wanted to say, you know, as I, during the break, I always like think, holy crap, instead of speak. And so I have all these things that I like wanted to say, but didn't say because I got caught up. And, um, you know, you, it's, 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 it's going to take at least like maybe like an episode or two for me to get back into the normal flow of things, the normal routine where there's like intense facts, just boom, 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 boom. Uh, right now you're kind of hearing the not lackluster, but you know, I'm just, Hey, I'm, I'm here. I'm returning. I'm, I'm here. What could I say? I'm on the right side of the ground. I'm, I'm, I'm here today. You're hearing that kind of approach. Uh, but I think what I'm, what I'm really trying to say is um, go ahead and just get this off, dude. I pinned the comment from Migs from Miguel, one of our exclusive members. It says, "Praise God." Um, you know, I had talked about one of the reasons why I took the two-week break uh, and how we're we're coming back from it. Uh, well, I was dealing with my grandmother's her, her passing, you know, and. Uh, she was a deeply religious woman. Definitely a lot of things uh, that I'm grateful for that she's taught me, uh, but I just kind of had this thought uh, in between the break that, it, you know, I was like, oh, I had to, I had to take a break. I keep saying it like it's a break, like it's a break. And it's really not like it really, to me, I think is God's way of giving me an, an invitation to know him, him deeper, to know him better. Um, you know, sometimes we will read scripture, sometimes we'll read from the devotional, sometimes we'll get 
very deep into the study of the scripture, the Bible, the eschatology, all of it, uh, because it is very, very interesting and intriguing to me. I learned a lot of that. I didn't learn that. That was that was something that I was brought up in, in South Carolina, being raised Southern Baptist. But I talk about like my spiritual journey over here on the show, how I went, how I, how I was a theosophist, how I tried Buddhism, uh, how I looked into Taoism, how I had, uh, uh, had, I had even dabbled in the occult, right? Uh, met some witches out there in Australia and, you know, I, I talk about my whole cycle of coming back to Christianity uh, and how important my religion is or how it became to me, even doing this type of work. And so I'll say that one more time that I, 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 I say it's a break, but I think that God used my grandmother's untimely death or used her death as an invitation to get to know him that much deeper. You see, I think leading up to clearly leading up to where we are now, it's been an evolution, uh, a, a, a definite spiritual journey, but all of the things that my grandmother had achieved in her life, I found out she was able to use the church as like her focal point, as her vector to not only work through issues, but also experience new things. And I think that's some of what we're doing here on the podcast. That's one thing, but church is not the podcast. You might have fellowship and freedom, but that's still not church. That's not your community. That's not reflections of yourself. Ask you to understand things deeper. I hope you guys get what I'm trying to say. I think God used my grandmother's death as a invitation uh, for me to get to know him deeper. Uh, because when I tell you that I'm in this weird revolving door style situation where I'm seeing a door close and then at the same time seeing a, another door open, I think that's that's God, you know, kind of tapping me on the shoulder saying, hey, I'm in control. That, that, that's God doing the meme thing where he's saying, look at me. Look at me. I'm the captain now. <laughs> and, and me having to say, I guess, hey, you're right. You're right, God. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I, who am I to, to contradict you? Oh. <laughs> you know, and that's, that's how I'm having to approach uh, this very, very emotional time in my life. You know, and the reason I say that is uh, literally like a, like I, like I found out, like I, I found out on a Tuesday that my grandmother passed. For some reason, Tuesday is like a very important day. That's every, every Tuesday is like another week for my wife's pregnancy. Apparently my baby was supposed to, is, is supposed to be born on a Tuesday. My grandmother passed on a Tuesday. So much crazy shit keeps happening on Tuesday. We're here on a Tuesday, but I had found out on a Tuesday that my grandmother had passed. And so I was like, I was up in the mountains, like hiking. And then I like found, I found out. And so I went up there and uh, I spent some time with the family. And then, you know, after all the crying was done and after all the emotions were, were spent, uh, you know, you kind of get like into the monotony of things the routine, mundane, boring aspect of things, I turned on the television. And for some weird reason, the TV show Ghost Inside My Child was on. So I think, oh, shucks, what is this? This, this looks right up my alley. What is this? I'm at my parents' house, mind you, right? 
turn it, I turn it on, Amazon Fire Stick, Ghost Inside My Child. You guys can watch it over there on uh, Amazon Prime. And it's all of these kids who have past life experiences, some people being uh, Russian soldiers, some people being on the Titanic, some people being sailors, uh, where they grow up not knowing how to say left or right, but knowing port and starboard, right? Uh, they, they, they know how to say yes and no, but in German, right? Or they have vivid memories of being like a, 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 a World War II Soviet sp uh, uh, sniper, or they have memories of being like a, 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 a Hollywood actress from the 20s, you know? It's, it's just, it's just all, all, all kinds of crazy stuff. I would definitely recommend you guys to go check it out. It's really, really interesting. It scares the hell out of me. Uh, but it also makes me think, why am I in this revolving doors type situation? Why am I learning the gender of my baby as my grandmother's passing away? And so I'm watching this TV show, Ghost Inside My Child. Two conspiracy says you should check out Brian Weiss's books. They said that they've also seen the show, it says the kids can speak different languages that they've never been exposed to, very correct. Um, very, very interesting too. Uh, very, very interesting. And so the reason I say all that is because I keep coming back to the revolving door metaphor where I'm seeing life go and in the vacuum, I'm seeing, I'm, I'm seeing life be filled and I'm sitting here, you know, tr trying to process it all when I can't, I have to understand that this is the cycle. This is, this is what God almighty has created and that I am just here to bear witness to this. And hopefully, as I've said here on the show time and time again, create an effective buffer zone for that new life to come in here. And at the same time, respect that which the old life has done for us here. And so when I'm watching this TV show, a lot of these kids, man, a lot of these kids, some of these kids they will come back and they'll say, you know, I saw you from heaven. They'll say like cute, cute crap like that. I saw you from heaven and I just crawled on down a ladder right into your belly. Bump. And I knew that you were going to be the one to help me. And that is some of the most like terrifying and adorable stuff I've ever heard. Because it shows me that in one way, shape or form, we have all chosen to be where we are. We are all a sum culmination of the decisions and the choices that we have continually made it, made it that we've continually made to get to this point. And so when I'm saying that, I feel like my, the God used my grandmother's like passing as an invitation to get to know him is because it's like, well, look at what God has done for your grandmother. Look at what God has done for you. What do you want God to do for your, for your child and for your family? He's always, he's always knocking on my door, man. <laughs> I, uh, I feel disrespectful whenever I don't answer or whenever I don't try to just check in because it is that prevalent. And so when I, uh, back to the past life experiences, uh, ghost inside my child type stuff, I'm, I'm not saying that I think my baby's going to be born as like my grandmother. I think that's insane. There's no way to like predict that type of stuff. But what I am saying is that there is a deep spiritual component to reality and the timeline condensing period in which we are in is beyond historic. It's prophetic. I think there's a better way to say it. It's beyond historic. It's prophetic. 
I mean, I should be talking about social credit scores, mark of the beast style systems, surveillance states, pre-crime, all this crazy stuff, the end of humanity. This is beyond historic, it's prophetic. And so the decisions that we have made, right? The positions we found ourselves in, we cannot be upset because this all happened for a reason to you to understand these things and greater. But do you have the mind? Do you have the spirit? Do you have the willpower to actually understand what is happening to you? Like, I gotta, I gotta keep talking more about the, the kids from that TV show, man. I'll get you guys on here in a second, but that was some really, really deep and heavy stuff for me to contemplate um, dealing with my grandmother's passing, dealing with family members, you know, uh, dealing with a kid, uh, supposed to be being married, uh, now uh, I'm, I'm supposed to be having like a gender reveal, right? But instead, I'm having a funeral. My mother summarized it perfectly. She says, EJ, you either get a funeral, you either get a funeral, a wedding, or a birth announcement. You don't get all three. You don't get all three. And that's what I mean. I'm in that trifecta. You call it Illuminati you want to. I'm in that revolving door where something's happening for my generation. I'm having to address the previous generation, and I'm also having to make way for the next generation. And so these are the insights. This is the wisdom I can give you right now, being in this point of view. I'm sorry if you had intended to tune into this transmission to hear me talk about the Satanists and the globalists, you know, <laughs> and the technocrats. And all of this other stuff, I'm sorry, that's not this transmission. You can tune in next week. You might get it that week. But this week, you're, you're, you're getting a more human feel, a more interpersonal uh, uh, nourishment that is necessary in these trying and chaotic times. I understand everybody's frustrated, everybody's nervous, everybody's fearful, everybody's apprehensive about these things, but I tell you what, fear ain't gonna do nobody no good. Never has. Faith does a world of good, but fear has only for me been a motivator to say, hey, you're moving in the right direction. You don't fear, you don't fear cotton candy. What you fear is success, what you fear is commitment. You don't fear carne asada fries and several tacos with some bitty on the side. Like, you don't fear that. What you do fear is having to confront society as it tells you who you are. And so these are the trials. These are the, these are the tribulations that we're going to have to go through. And I think about, again, what my grandmother went through, what my family, what my, my parents went through, what my great-grandparents went through. I'm fourth-generation free slave, bro. I really am. Trips me out. My baby is going to be a fifth generation uh, free slave. How crazy is that? You know? And so this is, this is the battlefield that we are in. These are the time frames that we have been charted. And when I, I swear, I swear when I watch those kids talk about their past life experiences, right? There is a point to this. I was going to say a whole thing. When I hear them talk about their past life experiences, how they were how they chose to be alive right now it's crazy it really is you know and i and, and, and I, I i talked to my lady about this like for some off for some strange reason just the other night i was like you know i think that's probably why i am one of the reasons i am 
is because I had that like old soul vibe, but a very like fresh cut down in his prime type approach. I thoroughly, and I've talked about that over here on the show too, uh, how I didn't expect to make it out of my twenties doing this type of stuff and more. And I think a part of that comes from potentially a past life. I don't know, unresolved trauma that wasn't addressed. I don't know. But I think it's a part of that past life stuff. That's why I'm trying to talk about it in this context, um, in that revolving door scenario where I'm seeing, you know, my grandmother passed away, my child being born, I got all this, all, all this bullshit going on, and I'm trying to figure out where this all goes. But I was talking about this with my lady the other night, man, you know, about how I feel like part of one of my lives was, was, was cut down in its prime. I think that's one of the reasons why I'm just like this now. And why I'm so frustrated all the time with all this, with all this ignorance, foolishness, and laziness, because it's not real, it's not authentic, it's not organic, it's all fake and commercial, it's mainstream shit. This is not real. But I think because of that attitude, somewhere in my past, in my past lives, that got cut down. And so I don't, I, I, I don't know, man. I, I'm, I'm, I'm clearly having some wild thoughts uh, with, with with the idea of becoming a father. I'm having some wild thoughts dealing with other interpersonal issues. And I'm also having some wild thoughts being in this position, you see, because even after I'm having all these thoughts, right? I didn't get around to talking about it because I was on the break still. But uh, here in New Mexico, I think I had posted about it, or at least I hope I had posted about it. I know I have it over here in the show notes right there boom first lawsuit filed in the u.s to refuse forced vaccination requirements yeah that was out here that was out here anna garner i know the attorney she's a zoom call away get that got her on speed dial filing a lawsuit against mandating vaccinations so as i'm over here having all these deep crazy multi-dimensional esoteric thoughts about what is life what is the meaning what am, what am I here for? Groups that I'm a part of are making history, fighting for your rights. And so that's, that's the type of shit that trips me out. I'm not able to have these like deep contemplative moments. I'm not able to sit up over here and, 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 and really explore a fair amount of my thoughts being in this position because there is so much work to get done. But when I do, this is what I come back with, the past life experiences. You know, what God does to get you to understand him so you can understand your world that much differently, that much better. Yeah, I, I find it so fascinating that as I'm over here in essentially my emotions, feeling some type of way, trying to trying to sort things out. I'm just I'm just seeing basically like my support network and people that I'm like surrounded by just like step up on a whole nother level. And all that is done is just like confirm and affirm that listen what you're feeling is real and i'm not asking you to get over it i'm actually asking you to embrace it so that it can empower you i hope this makes sense that's that's uh, i think that's one of the reasons why i've been here time and time again is because i'm not i say this sometimes all the time i'm not like allowed to feel my emotions i'm not allowed to be in my emotions there's too much work to do nobody cares work harder and I mean that in the most respectful way, because we're not supposed to sit up over here and cry and cry and cry and cry and complain 
bitch and moan until nothing gets achieved. We're supposed to assess the situation, digest that, internalize what's going on, and then externalize the solution. Somewhere in modern society, we broke that gosh darn cycle, and now we think we're supposed to complain. This is why cancel culture has run amok. And I'll talk more about that, I'm sure, not in this transmission, but in, in, in future transmissions. Let's, let's, let's stick to the psycho-spiritual configuration aspect with this one. You get me? I, I can't harp on it enough. The, the, the underlying theme that presented itself with those children on, 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 on a level that they probably couldn't even remember or comprehend, admitting that they took, that they did two things. One, that they chose their parents, and two, that they were born with a mission. I cannot tell you how excited I am to hear what my baby's got to tell me. What message did God send you down here with, baby? What is daddy supposed to do next? I, I, I cannot tell you how excited I am for that. But I say that because we are all supposed to be learning. And when I told you before that God's always trying to figure out a way to communicate with you, he's sending my baby, he's sending me direct messages, he's straight sending me DMs <laughs> saying, hey, you got to deal with this. Your family needs you and your family needs this energy. Your grandmother's not going to do that for them no more. Your grandma's not going to pray for them no more. You need to pray for them. You need to step up. You need to be that for them because that ain't there in your family. Sad truth. And so when people get up over here, oh, feeling some type of way, listen, I'm doing you a favor, a courtesy. I'm trying to share with you this thing that has worked with me. If it doesn't work for me, fine, that's cool. You ain't helping me. But this is me telling you what helps me and what has and will continue to help me is my faith, is understanding that what, what, because we left off in the break talking about that, right? How the things that are immaterial, the things like the wealth, the, 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 the wisdom, how that's just like timeless, bro. How that's priceless. How, how, how you can't put like a number on truth, on knowledge, on wisdom, and how that's what we should prize. Not Jordans, not shoes, not the latest iPhone, not, 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 not technology. This is carnal stuff that depreciates the minute that you buy it. But we should appreciate the things that are immaterial and hold those in high regard. That's where we should be focusing on. I talked about that before. We were, we were, we were taking the break. This is why we are so bass backwards on stuff, because we don't care about the things that are important. We care about the things that are meant to distract us and depreciate us. You see, <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Like, I heard, I saw, I saw somebody over here in the chats talking about, oh, I don't feel like I'm from this world, dude. Me neither. Never have. But I tell you what, I made myself feel comfortable every single place I went. May not be here from this world, but I made myself comfortable everywhere I went. And I made other people feel comfortable too. To the point to where y'all got to leave me alone. <laughs> you know. But um, let me, uh, I said I was going to pull you guys on here. It's 310. I'm supposed to get that thing up before we even went live. Give me one second, monkeys. Give me one second, and then I'll uh, I'll touch on this. 
I swear, bro, whenever there's like not a war going on, I'm a pretty chill guy. I promise. We can play Xbox. We can, uh, we can freestyle. We can do a lot of stuff. But, you know, when this whole war is going on and active anti-human agendas taking place to where they are trying to dehumanize and depreciate the, the value and the wealth of a soul, I'm sorry, I get a little bit more defensive and a little bit more argumentative. I ain't gonna let nobody tell me that I'm not essential. Fuck out of here with that. <laughs> you know, let me, I'll, I'll say this real quick. And then I'll, uh, I'll try to pull you guys on. I'm sorry for taking up so much of your time. Um, if you guys want to hop over here on Telegram, though, it'll be a lot easier. I won't have to pull people on uh, time and time again. If you want to hop over there on Telegram, we could chat, we could chat real quick. Uh, but let me say this real quick, and then I'll, I'll, I'll pull people on. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll try to finish up the show that way. Okay. You know, speaking more on the immaterial and the uh, spiritual aspect, the psycho-spiritual configuration of humanity, where we're at right now. I uh, <clears throat> I hopped back in the gym, and um, I hopped back in the gym because I was trying to get my weight down for my wedding. That a lot of good that did me, but I but I but I but I jumped back in the gym after being gone for basically like three months and uh it is such a such a different place what's up lucas glad to see everybody i love i love seeing my homies uh, get along with people it's always great um but i want to talk briefly about how your hopes aren't your own and what you represent to others and i want to use a, a gym as the example to do so i was back in the gym recently after not being there for like three months um and it's a completely different environment than the gym that I left. This is a place that I was going to every day for like two years. And then this math nonsense hit and I just like didn't show up for the entirety of 2019. I was out there in the, in the woods in the valleys and the mountains working out. I only recently started to go back into the gym cause I wasn't down to suffocate myself. And, uh, I still don't, I don't fucking, there's a point to this. What I'm trying to say is I got back in the gym and then I realized what I represented to others. And how other people really did miss, not necessarily me, but the energy that I was bringing there. And as I begin to step back into this work here with you guys, local work that I'm doing, business work as well, all kinds of other stuff. I have to realize that while I have my own set of hopes, I got my own dreams, right? I got my own perspective of what I think I'm doing. That's not it. Because it's not for me. So the hopes I have isn't for myself. The hopes is for everybody else that I inspire. You get me. People seeing me herpaderp myself through life trying to figure out all this bullcrap and maintain a sense of sanity and normalcy. That helps inspire people to say, hey, no, you can do it too. You just have to choose to. I experience this even whenever I go to the gym. I feel people just like come up to me and their fear of should I have the mask on? Can, can, can we talk about these types of things? Are you okay? Like, are, I, I, I can feel their apprehension and their fear in the way that they try to communicate. And so that comes back to, again, how your fear or how your hopes are not your own. How we really do have to look at how we inspire other people. We draw a lot of our own characteristics from those that inspire us. And whenever we decide to betray ourselves and diminish our own efforts, we don't only let 
not only ourselves down, but others as well. Others that had hope in us, others that had faith in us. I think about how, how, how arrogant, that's one way for me to look at it. I think about how arrogant it was for me to not show up at the gym to again, to continue to inspire those folks. But is that my pride thinking that, oh, people can't make their own decisions without me? You get what I'm trying to say? People expect you to step up because they have those expectations, because they have faith in you, because they know that you're capable. But do you know you're capable? Do you believe in you? That's what I'm saying. Your hopes aren't your own. You'd be surprised what believing in somebody else can do for you. It allows for you not necessarily to escape, but to, 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 to motivate yourself in a completely different way. And so I sometimes, sometimes I feel bad when I leave my post here, whenever I'm, I, I don't do shows or whenever I, 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 I don't have meetings or whenever I don't connect and communicate with you guys because that's it right there. I say it here all the time. In Lakesh, I am another you. My hopes are not my own. They're for everybody else. It's for what it represents. And I don't feel, as I said before, in relation to God, I don't feel right or safe not sending up a prayer real, real quick, not sending out that courage real, real quick, not trying to inspire strength real quick, because that's what we should all be doing. We should not be going around telling people, put your fucking mask on. You're the cause of this pandemic. We should not be telling people that. We, 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 I, I, I'm sorry. I thought that was common sense. When did we violate the social contract? This, this Again, this is a part of that anti-human behavior that they are trying to have us adopt and embody. But if we don't begin to, again, recognize the sovereignty, the individuality, the uniqueness, and the beauty of other individuals, dude, I'm telling you, it's lost. It really is. You know, one of the things, I should have said, I should have said this like earlier, my, uh, my grandmother... She, uh, she watched the show. She watched uh, some episodes of the show one time. I think it was like close to the end of season 10. Um, and she watched a little bit of season 11 back whenever my hair was just like crazy and all over the place when I was looking like an anime character because I was trying to. Um, and I wasn't all clean kept and I wasn't like taking care of myself. I was up here spouting about something. You know, and I, and I, and I, and I go up to see her just to chit chat with her you know and she says you know ej you really gotta start taking care of yourself she's like oh you gotta start taking care of yourself baby it's like oh you rep oh you represent us out there look at you you need to take care of yourself you look so you look so, what does she say she said i look so dirty she said oh you look so dirty and so crazy Baby, you need to take care of yourself. I'm like, now nah, nah, I'm doing the best I can. Like it's a part of it's a it's a part of my brand. It's a part of a thing I'm doing. She's like, that's nice, sweetie, but you you realize that we need you to that you represent us out there. That's all I'm saying. I'm not calling you dirty or bad or nothing. I'm just saying you you got to take care of yourself and look a little bit better. And and I say that because that's her acknowledging that I am her future. You see, that I am her hopes, that I am in one way, shape, or part, or form, one good decision that she made somewhere along her life coming back to her. It tripped me out having that thought 
that as my grandmother passed away and I'm like holding her hand, spending time with her, that I am a part of her experiencing herself. Like, I'm telling you, the, 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 the thoughts I'm having right now are just like crazy, dude. There is no mushrooms, there's no DMT, there's no LSD, there is no psychedelics or psychotropics involved like in my thought process like i'm just having these crazy revelations just 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 going about life like i said like thinking that no i am i am i am a part of her experiencing herself because unlike a unlike a man women are born with all the eggs that they'll ever have all at once men we re regenerate sperm every single day but to just think that because she eventually had my mother and my mother had me that eventually I was somewhere in, in that equation. And that now like I'm beginning, I'm, 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 I'm experiencing the end of a cycle. Like it is just so crazy to think about these type of things uh, in, in this time frame. It really is. And so I guess, you know, the point behind saying that is that we all have to do better, not only for ourselves, but for those that we inspire. And so when I get up here and I talk about this type of stuff, this isn't to terrify you. This isn't to traumatize you. This isn't to scare you. This isn't to grandstand a virtue signal to make me seem like, oh, I'm super woke. I'm super saying woke level three. None of that. I'm, I'm saying this is what we're all experiencing together. I wish I had the suave and the nuance to mask a, 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 some of the more personal and, and human things that are taking place to me, but I don't think that's I, if, if, if anything, I think that's one of the reasons why we find ourselves in the position we found ourselves in is because people have literally taught themselves to turn off their conscience, to turn off their humanity, to turn off that part of them that is real and understand and is aware that there is a God. They have been programmed to ignore that for so long that we're now on some abnormal human shit. We're on that transhuman tip. Yeah, see, being human, that's boring, that's lame. They gotta they gotta mix it up. So yeah. Let me uh let me let me go ahead and try to pull people on with the remaining time that we have left. Um and again, I wanna say I'm sorry for taking up so much of your guys' time. Uh, but there's clearly a fair amount of stuff that I had had to and am having to deal with in order for me to be effective and efficient for you guys. Uh, but let's go ahead and start getting let's go ahead and start getting people on lucas lucas give me a second i want to hear lucas give me a second i want to hear what john has to say i'm very curious what uh our friend from across the sea has to say hey look at that pup <laughs> How are you, brother? Hey. How are you, my friend? I'm hanging in there, man. What kind of pup is that? Oh, it's the... Uh, in, here in Brazil, we call them Vira-Lata. They have no no brand, no race. <laughs> it looks like a German Shepherd. Well, no, no way. <laughs> no? He's, he's small. Look at that Jack baby. Jack Daniels. Oh, that's a good time right there, bro. <laughs> that's a good time, man. How are you? 
I'm very good. You, you're going to be a father, right? Yeah, that's a, uh, yeah. Congratulations. I'm so happy for you. Oh, yeah. Such a you will see me. You're going to see me up here, right. just like holding the baby, talking with you. Like, what's up? How's it going? <laughs> look, look at this. We made this. We're going to shut it off. Yeah, I think today is a good day for us to talk about family. It's, uh, it's, a, it's the most important thing that we have. And you're talking about these uh, crazy thoughts that you're having. And uh, I remember some, some of my own that I had when I stopped and think about what my family means right the here in brazil we have a, we are a very mixed up uh population right mm -hmm. so especially from the portuguese colonizers the indians the natives and the slaves that were brought from africa and so most of us brazilians are a mix of these three three races and I remember how crazy it was when I realized that I, I'm a mix of those races as well, because uh, my name, uh, Gonçalves, is in Cavalcante, is, uh, they are uh, Portuguese names, right? Okay. And, but here in the state that I live, Goiás, we, the... The, the people who, who got here first, they were called Bandeirantes. So they Say that one more time. Bandeirantes. Bandi branches? Bandeirantes. Bandeira is a flag, right? Okay. So they got out of the, the, the colonies in the, at the coast and raised the flags and just marched uh, to the center of the country that was completely uh, uh, unknown, right? Uh, it was just endless just uninhabited. forest. Uh, yes, completely uninhabited. No, there were uh, um, Indian, right? The natives. Okay. And here in Goiás, the name Goiás is a, a, a is the, was the name of the tribe that lived here. They were the Goiases. Okay. And when these guys got here, the, the Bandeirantes, they, we call, uh, we have an expression here in Brazil that they got the Indian ladies with a, with a lasso, Damn. you know? <laughs> yeah, because, so uh, they got married and uh, we descend from those people because one other thing that you reminded me, I'm reading this book, it's uh, from C.S. Lewis, C. S. Lewis. It's called the Abolition of Man, and Ooh. he said, one passage, he says that um, if we have a responsibility toward our descendants, the future generations, then we have the same responsibility with our ancestors, Yes, right? They, we, it's outstanding when we try to think how much work, pain, 
and suffer and love our ancestors went through for us to be here today. Yes. And this is a huge responsibility. Yes. Me, our, our, um, okay. I just want to speak on that a little bit. Um, just some quick random factoids. Uh, looking at statistics and stuff like this. And you know, you know me, bro. Audience members, you guys know me. I definitely don't like do race or any of that type of stuff. But it's just like the average African-American household has $17,000 at, at their disposal in their savings. The average Caucasian household has anywhere from 150 to 300,000 in their savings. So when we're talking about some of what you're, you're, you're going over, this is generational warfare. This is us having to play catch up. This is us starting behind the ball, experiencing adversity, having to adapt to the situation and then even overcome even that. Uh, so sometimes when people talk about systemic racism and stuff like that, white supremacy, there is like a legitimacy to it, but having it mm -hmm. being propagandized in the point that it is, it doesn't, all, it doesn't naturally create, uh, naturally create channels of productive and constructive debates to take place. Like no one can give you your so, rights. Mm -hmm. No one can give you your, your, your success. And while it is good to identify these things, you cannot let the very same people that enabled that suppression in previous generations to facilitate that liberation. It has to come from people like ourselves who are byproducts of it because we have to institute change. And so I thoroughly believe what we're going through right now, and we talk about it over here on the show all the time, we're breaking generational curses. We're having to admit a fair amount of the crap that was done to us so that we can institute something better. Uh, so mm -hmm. you're you're a thousand percent on point, bro. Please continue. Yes, this is exactly the point because I remember realizing that uh, this is uh, our families. They we is through our families the whole society evolves. For example, my grand grandmother. I was raised by my grandmother and my mother. No, no parents no fathers for two generations wow. and the my grandmother she was completely poor living in the farms the big farms that uh belong to the most powerful families of the region and a lot of people lived there and worked for them right they're completely poor and my my my, ma my grandmother worked came to the city uh, worked with what she could Right, and then my mother did the same. She, uh, but she managed because of the work that my grandmother had done. My mother was able to yes. uh, build something more to, uh, uh, so that she worked as hard as my grandmother did, and because of that, I have a better uh, condition now, and I am the first one to be in college, for example. Right. Good and on, this, this is, uh, congratulations. This is, well, you, you should give congratulations to my mother and my grandmother, <laughs> ah. right? Because this is, uh, this is our mission. You know, our, I do believe that this is a, one of the most important missions that we have to get to, uh, let our children have a better life. Uh, than we had. Yes. Right. So this way, with calm and patience, one generation is better than the other than the the one before, 
right? So this is when you talk about uh, the, the, all this, this babble about uh, systemic racism and uh, uh, shares, for example, you have determined, uh, uh, so if you have, uh, you, if you're black, you can get in a, a, a special uh, tourist, I, I forgot the name of this name is what did politics. No, it's it's a, 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 a something on the identity politics, but for for to get in college, for example, there are quotes. Oh, um, is it quotes? I think affirm, affirmative action. Affirmative action. Yeah, yes, affirmative action. So um, this is wrong because we're we we're trying to social engineer things out of this um, out of this cycle that we were talking about, this yes. generational cycle, yes. right? Uh, if you, it, it, it probably won't work. Unless it, and it could create more, even more problems. It will, because I, I, I look at it in a sense of, again, what can you go out to go get versus how do you benefit somebody getting that for you? And so when, mm -hmm. we, don't, when we don't confront some of these issues that have held us back and that we also don't come up with our own solutions, we're only enabling more of the same more of the same systemic destruction. And so, like, like I guess, like, we'll, we'll use college and uh, affirmative action as a, a way for me to explain this. I, I have a high school degree, and I got, like, maybe a good three. If I, I, I could finish college. If I wanted to, I could finish college. But I started learning all this. I started getting active. I started going out there. And... I have learned so much more doing this than I feel like I would have been tunneled into uh, in the college. But see, that's because of, again, what our previous generation did. If I had not grown up in different countries, grown up around, this, grown up around uh, the country, right, just America and then other countries, I wouldn't have been exposed to other ways of living, right? I say it all the time. There's millions of ways to skin a cat. Ask China, how are you skinning yours? There's a million ways to make money. How are you making yours? And it's all about the choices, but at the same time, what choices led you here? And are you honoring the choices that got you to this point and then furthering that as well? Um, what we're doing right here, when I tell you that my grandmother watched the show, she watched the show with the mom. And that's a crazy concept in and of itself that I got my parents watching with my grandparents and other family members, what we're saying here right? Because they can only do so much in their configuration with their understanding. But it's us yes. having to inherit, inherit inherit that knowledge and at the same time improve upon it that that's necessary. That's why I'm saying it all the time. It's our time. It is our chance. Uh, they, it's, it's, it's a changing of the guard. It's time for us to pick up the mantle and carry the torch to kick the ball down the field. And I know that seems pretty intense, but the sad truth is, I'm learning it myself. Get the chills. Oh, dude, I, it, it trips me out. Parents are just grown-up kids. We respect grown-up yeah. kids that don't you, know things. It's so, not about knowledge. It is a matter of, of, of accumulated knowledge. Yes. Right? Uh, we, every generation needs to go through that specific stage. If my grandmother had had an, uh, an affirmative action and got out straight from the completely she tell you to go to the government for all your success at that point. yeah to the college then my mother and i wouldn't have that, that sort of inherited 
the knowledge that my grandmother uh, learned during the difficult life that yes. she has she had right and it's it's a very crazy thing and it's so important and it we our society does not uh, discuss these things we don't look at it at that uh, anymore it's like we're all, we don't have any connection to those that came before us well, and it's insane and think it's about it before they would have like before news became like opinionated and biased and, and what it is now they would tell you what was actually going on in the world and then your family would have like a discussion over the dinner table about that you would form your own you would form your own opinions as you all looked at the same thing and then you would all begin to understand each individual's thought process staring at the same problem this right here has removed the ability for people to have that that open-ended discussion as a family we now have it as individuals and while that is important yes. it is also important to take back what you've learned to your home to your roots because they benefit from your courage they benefit from your knowledge like a couple like last last year i was listening to the jesse spots channel and he made a wonderful comparison about how america has somehow normalized and exported the idea of being an orphan the spirit of being an orphan not the spirit of being in a family but that luciferian rebellious spirit of being an orphan right where it's now cool to just leave your family leave your home leave your roots again advocate your identity advocate your your your, your, your who you are uh pick up this identity we're we're trying to give you you want to be a social justice warrior too right he did a whole yeah. great series on that explaining why it's important for us to get back to our roots, to not hit a home run and run away from home, but to come home, to experience what is actually out there, to build your infrastructure, to build your roots, to build your foundation. That's been taken from us. We are yes, running. That, all that transhumanist crap that they're shoving down our throats, right? It's, it atomizes us, gets us uh, completely alone and more susceptible. Yes. We, if we do not have this structure, we are, uh, we get to be more brainwashed. It's easier. Good right? job. We've been talking about it right here already. We have, we, we know who we are. We should know who we are. We should be excited to be who we are. But the world, yeah. it offers you everything other than that. It says, you don't like who you are? Great. You want to be a girl? Great. You want to be somebody else? Great. Let us facilitate the mutilation and the destruction of yourself. We inherently know who we are. We know where we come from. We know what we should be reminded of. But it's the world that allows for us to betray ourselves because we don't know ourselves. We've been detached from ourselves. They've effectively isolated us from ourselves and said, well, this is your identity now. You wear a mask. You, you, you stand in line. You do what you're told. Don't, don't discover who you actually are become who we want you to be. There are things that we we all inherit, right? Uh, there are things that we are. We cannot be uh, just throw that all away and choose a new identity. No. Choose, uh, uh, build from whatever the, the, the possibilities that they are showing us. We, we, we have this responsibility that we didn't ask for it, right? But we got it. It's, it is ours. We have this responsibility to our ancestors and to our descendants. Amen. And we have to, we, if we gotta 
be strong and and be able to to fulfill that mission that was given for us was passed on by us to us by uh, not only by our fa our families but by God Himself. Amen. Amen. Well, John, I'm gonna tell you. I don't want to say anything after that. I'm gonna leave it there. Did you wanna? Do you wanna tell the audience anything, man? Um. No, just that here in Brazil, the situation is very complicated with these lockdowns and uh, curfews, and it's completely uh, gone. Has completely gone crazy. The the constitution is worth nothing anymore. But that is at these times when things really get difficult. That people wake up and they start try to uh, they get the perception that they they have to do something because otherwise they would just be passive and i think that this year 2021 is a very important year for for us uh it's if we don't have make our stand now uh the time will will pass yes so but this is the time to make our stand I forgot that I was talking with you for a second, John. I realized that I was supposed to message you because I wanted to come up with, I wanted to come up with uh, basically like a battle plan, adopting yes. something from the Yellow Vest movement, uh, addressing the current communist goals and Agenda 21. I was supposed to message you so we could go over uh, Klaus Schwab's COVID-19 The Great Reset so we could come up with like a, a kind of a kind of counter pamphlet to the globalization that's coming on. Yes, I, that's a, a very interesting uh, initiative that you talked about. I have written uh, uh, a theory of my own about okay. globalism. So I've divided it in, in, in topics and it would be very uh, helpful to this, to this uh, pamphlet. Um, I'm after I get done here, I have to hop in like two Zoom meetings afterwards, but message me back on Telegram and let's have this conversation because I feel like this is, this is where we need to be going. We need to be coming up yeah. with, it, it, this may not even be like the solution, but I still feel like by putting out drafts out there, it gets people thinking in the right way. Like we're going to be talking about mandatory vaccination lawsuits, lawsuits against the governor and more in some of these other Zoom meetings. Um, and so I'll, I'll try to learn what I can from there and see if it's translatable and transplant that information to you. But there is definitely, there's definitely some, some progress that can happen here, some work that can happen here. So give me a bit to get caught back up on things. Say that one more time. How do I message you? How do I message you? Hit me up on Telegram. I saw that you're, I did see that you're in the group. Um, yeah. But yeah, message, message me on Telegram and then I'll try to. On that group? Yeah, on the group chat. Yeah, on the on the on the Freedom Faction group chat. Message me there, um, and I'll send you what I have. Okay. Okay, and I can send you my my things as well. Perfect, 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 perfect. All right, brother. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Not always nice to talking to you. Always good, man. Be safe out there. Yeah. Thank you. There you go. Let me see if I get your name right. How do I? Victor GCS. Okay. 
everybody out everybody has like so many different uh, pages it's sometimes hard to get to uh, get everything to where it should be i think we have roughly about three minutes left lucas i want to get you in here bro but we have like three minutes um We got to, got to, Lucas, I'll talk to you on Friday, bud. Lucas, I will talk to you on Friday, bud, or I'll talk to you sometime beforehand. I want to try to close out this, uh, this episode. I might forget it, but I won't forget you, bud. Um, yeah, I'll talk to you on Friday for sure. And then we'll, we'll, we'll chat there. I wanted to go ahead and start closing this episode out. It's funny. I was just talking with John. This is the 45 communist goals and how we are 10 steps. We're on the last 10 steps of uh, fascism. There's a lot of stuff that's going on, but yeah. Um, this, this is what I'm talking about. There is so much work and so much stuff to be done that we literally have to figure out all of our resources, get our wherewithal together and attack this force. Thank, thank you for understanding, Lucas. Um, you heard John. You heard him talk about how generationally, again, we are a some culmination of the choices of not only our life, but our parents' lives and more. And we have a God-given obligation, not only to see through what they've done, but to, to, to move that ball down the field. You see, move that ball down the field, step up not only for ourselves, but for everybody else. You see, this is not gonna be easy. We might we might have phrases to 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 uh, understand and try to conceptualize these things, but understanding them and overstanding them is a completely different thing. When we talk about generational curses, you hear a quarter of the things I'm talking about here, and how much work has to get done in a single life to course correct, to admit that hey, we're on the wrong course. This is this isn't where we need to be. We need to be going this way. That means you need to take care of X, Y, and Z, one, two, and three. A lot of, uh, a lot of gems dropped in this transmission, guys. Definitely a lot of things to go back and marinate on. This is not your, uh, this, this, this was not your information packed episode, but this is definitely a nourishing type transmission. Something to make you think a little bit different about what's going on, about what you can do, about who we are and what's, what's taking place. It's not going to get easy. It really won't. But you know what? I missed having sweat on my body. I missed throwing steel around. I missed running. I missed working out. I missed challenging myself. Nothing wrong with sake. Nothing wrong with sushi. Nothing wrong with whiskey. Nothing wrong with steak. But I'll tell you what there is a problem with. Doing nothing. That's the real problem fighting apathy, fighting laziness, fighting ignorance, and fighting foolishness is what we should really be going up against. We should not be enabling these types of destructive behaviors. We should only be trying to uplift, enrich, and enlighten ourselves to this threat. So I'm going to go ahead and start closing stuff out for you guys. Um, again, I want to apologize for not having a information-packed episode where we're talking about China, we're talking about the globalists, we're talking about the Satanists, we're talking about how they're trying to come get us. Sorry, that's that's 
apparently not what we're talking about today. Apparently we're talking about family, talking about generational curses, talking about our individual responsibility to everything that's going on and more. Um, and, 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 and sometimes that's just how it goes. That's the way the cookie crumbles. Uh, but yeah, I want to say thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning into this edition, this very special edition. Um, I'm sorry it got cut short. There was a completely different segment that got taken off, 30 minutes worth of the transmission that's gone, um, that actually had very crucial information. But unfortunately, that's gone. This is all we have. And I want to say thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning into this very special edition of Factions of Freedom. I'm your host, Moisera, Freedom Faction, whichever one you prefer. And Lord willing, I'll be back here next week, coronavirus free, talking about these things and more. Uh, and remember, guys and gals, stay vigilant. Expose lies and share truth. This is Noise Era, Freedom Fact.